Welcome to Boss of My Money podcast, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, the founder and budgeting expert at Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money habits, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest, girl, say no more because you are in the right place. If you want to get started with paying yourself first, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies, the roadmap to paying yourself first and my free budget sheet at bossofmymoney.co.uk. So now it's time to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea and join me in today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Hi everyone, I'm so excited for this week's um, podcast guest. It's the beautiful and wonderful Naomi Benjamin and this week um, we're going to be talking to you all about how to start a capsule wardrobe from scratch. Um, And actually this is sort of the stage that I'm, I'm in right now with my wardrobe. Like every day I open up my wardrobe and I just stare at it and I'm like, I have all these clothes, but I don't like any of you. And like, I realized that I wear specific things. I wear certain things um, and I'm getting used to just wearing those things. So I'm really excited about hearing from Naomi about how to start a capsule wardrobe because that's where I'm at. And for any of you who are thinking, what is a capsule wardrobe and how do you get started? Then this podcast is for you. So without further ado, um, Naomi, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us today. So just to give the audience a little bit of background, how we know each other, Naomi and I are actually friends and we've known each other for about 10 years Oh, it's over 10 years. Over my 10 eldest, years, isn't it? My eldest is 12, so it's probably pushing it's 15, maybe longer, yes. 15 years plus. About 15 years, yeah, about 15 yeah. years. And so Naomi and I are friends and we've known each other for a while. We've been at each other's house. Um, and Naomi has a passion for fashion. Look at that, it rhymed. Um, she has a, <laughs> a passion from fashion, but I'm going to get her to introduce herself. Um, so tell us more about yourself, who you are and what you do. Okay, thanks. Hi, everyone. So as Esther said, um, my name's Naomi Benjamin and I am, I'm a personal and virtual stylist. Um, I call that my uh, five to nine job. So my day job is um, as a um, almost like a PA, but I also work um, within the diversity and inclusion uh, realm. Um, and they, they those two kind of do marry together so DNI is very much about helping people supporting people serving people and giving people what they need um depending on what their need is and I think styling is is quite similar um it is about helping and supporting um people but just using clothes as a tool um I'm very passionate about um kind of shopping on a budget and and not spending lots of money on clothes um, and being able to stick within a budget so it's great if you've got lots of money and that's your budget then that's great but I am definitely a high street shopper and I'm I'm passionate about um, equipping women uh, with the tools to feel great but without having to kind of break the bank to do that. Absolutely love it and you know as you're introducing yourself it just it took me back to when you 
like started your business and um, you definitely started it to help and support women. But like what what was the reasons why you decided to start a business in 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 styling? So I've always had a love of clothes. I think that comes Mm. from my mother and my auntie. So there's two kind of two things. So my love of clothes has come from them and my love of kind of shopping for a bargain has come from them as well. So I remember going to kind of the Saturday markets with my my mum and my auntie and kind of getting the ex department store clothes from market stalls. And so that's, you know, my I guess the females in my family have really instilled in that love of um, clothes. I'm from Manchester as well. So I think um, Mancunians have a, a quite unique uh, flair when it comes to to clothes and we're quite mm. expressive uh, when it c- comes to clothes in Manchester mm. um so I think that teamed with just yeah my, the women in my family has really instilled um, my love of fashion but what made me start my styling business is I lost that when I had my first daughter mm. I didn't feel myself I didn't feel right and I was trying to work out what was different and also what could help me feel better mm. and I came to the conclusion that clothes was it 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 was you know I I wasn't dressing up the way I used to because I wasn't going out and I was at home with a with a small baby and so I kind of did it almost I guess looking back now which was a a mini experiment so I I just went out and I said to my now husband look I want to kind of take this pot of money and buy some clothes and you know are you all right with that and he said yeah you know go off and do your thing and that's what I did I went off and brought some clothes and it definitely made me feel better Mm -hmm. um and along with that getting my hair done and you know all the you know all the things that women do to kind of feel better (laughs) we we go to the you know go to the hairdressers or we get our nails done or we get our eyebrows done um yeah, so it's, it really came from, you know, their kind of not feeling myself and realising that I did really have this love of clothes and I expressed myself through clothes. And because I was at home with a baby, mm. I wasn't expressing myself uh, through clothes. So, yeah, that's really where it came from. And I wanted to help other women um, at that time and other mums specifically um, to kind of uh, feel better and also kind of find themselves again. I think when mm. you become a mum, you kind of put yourself on the back burner a little bit. So it was, yeah, definitely to help women kind of find their, what I would call style personality, mm. but to help them kind of find their actual personality again. So who, what's the new Naomi? So Naomi is now a mum, but what does that mean? Oh, I absolutely love that. And I love how you've kind of just summarised that as, and giving it a name, like what is your style personality? And it's really weird because I was talking to my friend yesterday and it's one of the things that I shared with her. So I'm trying to lose weight, right? But I'm also at the age where my styling is changing, how I feel about myself and how I see myself and how I want to show up in the world. It's changed. And um, so it's interesting that you've brought that up. And for some people, it it can be being a new mum. For some people, it could be the you know, they've just got married. Do you know what I mean? Or they have just got this new job or they've changed careers or they're now in full-time business. And so they have to dress a certain way or show up a certain way. And I think you're right in that, you know, as women, we do identify ourselves with how how we feel with how we look. Do you know what I mean? And it's not in that way that, oh, um, 
we only focus on the outside, but actually the clothes I wear is an expression of who I am as a person. And so it's really important to understand what our style personality is. Um, so I'm definitely going to need your help in that area because I feel like I'm transitioning. The, th- the clothes I used to like, I don't really like them anymore. And there's things I want to try, but I'm like, oh, would that look good on me? So I'll definitely be reaching out to you to get some help with my style personality. No problem. I'm here to help. <laughs> so like, what would you say then has been the common challenges that women sort of face with styling and wardrobe um, from your experience and the different women that you've worked with? I definitely say one is budget. Mm. Um, the second is uh, knowing their body shape. Mm. And the other is actually knowing their style personality. So I say those three are the core. They are the challenges. So I think, you know, one, we've got this thing where if you actually are on a smaller budget, um, you don't really necessarily know where to go to shop for you and your style personality. So Mm. let's say, for example, if you're on a really, really low budget or you're in between jobs. So obviously now we've got, you know, we've got this global pandemic we're all living in. You know, Mm. people are furloughed or are uncertain about what their future is. They might be actually hanging on to pennies, but we're all going to come out of lockdown soon. And we all still need to know, you know, we still need to buy clothes. So it might be a case of, you know, they think that the place that they need to shop is the lower ends of the the high street, like Primark. Mm. But then when they go into Primark, Primark's massive. You know, any Primark (laughs) you go into is massive. There's so much to offer Mm. and people get lost in that offering. Um, And, you know, it's very similar to somewhere like TK Maxx. There's so much in there. People, women just go in there and just like, I don't know where to start. Um, And then that is teamed with, not knowing your body shape Hmm. so if you don't know your body shape along with not knowing your personal style and along with not being able to know what your budget is if let's say then you're just you're just a free-for-all and that's really difficult so I'm the type of person I'm not challenged by when it comes to budget and clothes I know for you know my brain taps out Hmm. at 20 it literally taps out like I will look at anything and go if it's over 20 pounds I'm not I'm not buying it and is that like one piece like a top or a a trouser bottom or is that like a set just 20 pounds on each piece no so there's there's definitely things where I've got a a price mark for them Mm. generally speaking my price mark doesn't go over 20 pounds no matter what the item is depending on what the item is and where it's from Mm -hmm. so it might be where it's from river island for example and Mm. and it might be something that's 25 pounds and i'll be like well that's worth it yeah that same item might be in h&m and i'll tell myself well it's not worth the 25 pounds in h&m got you Um, got you the, the, the body shapes is a big one because mm. if you don't know what suits your body, you're just buying stuff that you've got yeah. to get home and then realize it doesn't look right. So a lot of women will see all these, you know, ladies on Instagram buying the latest Zara summer dress, for example, mm-hmm. and they go, it looks amazing on them. And then they go, right, off to Zara I go and I'm buying the new summer dress, you know, or the new main H&M dress that I've seen on <laughs> all over Instagram. You get it home and it doesn't look the same as it does with the women that you've seen on Instagram because yeah. it's not right for your body shape. 
So, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't mean it's not a beautiful dress. It doesn't mean you you shouldn't like the dress and desire the dress, but you should be able to look at something and go, that doesn't work for me because it doesn't suit my body shape, i.e. I'm top heavy, so I might need something that's a round neck or a V-neck rather than high in the neck, or I'm short in the leg. So actually I know, you know, you know that though that cut of jeans isn't going to work for me but it looks great on her yeah um and I think women find that quite challenging when they don't understand what works for their body shape and then on the flip you've also got if you don't know your your style personality then you're picking from everybody else's style personality mm. um and you're and you're literally I'm guilty of that like, yeah, you might see something again and you think it looks amazing on her. And yes, it does look amazing on her. But is it you? Just because it looks good on her and it actually might look good on you. But mm. if you look in the mirror and you can't resonate, um, relate to that item, then it's not going to work. The item's going to st- stay in, in the wardrobe. And that's where we end up losing money on the items that we do spend. And that really annoys me when women have clothes that are literally just collecting dust and they might be amazing pieces that just w- weren't for them and mm. um, so I'd say those three are the, are the biggest challenges that I think uh, women face when it comes to to buying clothes wow um thank you so much for breaking that down for us because I think it really helps so if if someone like me how do I figure out what my body shape is how do I figure out what my style personality is and um I love what you said about the budget thing. Like uh, there's a blog that I wrote. I think it's, it's a boxing day blog. Right. And it's just basically how to save money shopping on boxing day. And one of the points I I make is that like, if it didn't look good on you on full price, it's not going to look better on you when it's on sale. You know, it's that whole thing of where just because it's 50% off, you know, if you tried it on and you're like, "Uh," just because it's 50% off, it doesn't mean that it's going to look even better. And I think it's, so important what you mentioned about, you know, have, having a budget, but also knowing that even clothes that you're buying on discount or for half price, you they still have to resonate with you. They still have to fit your body shape and it has to be your um, style personality. So, yeah. So back to the question about how do I figure out my body shape and style personality? Well, um, you see a stylist. <laughs> <laughs> Could be one one answer. Yeah, um, I think there's lots out there on the internet to kind of work out um, what your body shape is. I, mm. I really think, generally speaking, women know what suits them and what doesn't suit them. If they're really honest with themselves, they will, after trial and error, you'll get to a point where you'll know that doesn't work for me. Again, I'm top heavy, so mm. you know a polar neck's not working for me you'll know that it's just whether you choose to wear the polar neck or not and and I'm probably this I'm a stylist I'm happy breaking the fashion rules or the rule book I don't really necessarily believe that there is one I think everything Mm. can be tweaked even when you're looking at colors you can tweak colors so it's it's you know yellow might not be your color but what is that shade of yellow that is actually your color Mm. um so there's lots out there on the internet. So I'd say okay. have a look around and, and yeah. trial and error. Um, you know, definitely trial and error. Um, look at other stylists. Other stylists will, will be able to tell you that there is lots out there. I think the key thing in relation to your style personality, though, in relate away from body shapes is, you know, that's where I would encourage women to 
go to a stylist and the thing mm. is I think when you people hear stylist they think of fashion stylists so they think of the fashion industry and personal stylists are very different than that hence the word personal it's about people it's not about the clothes it's mm. not about you know getting items down a runway um to go into you know fashion magazines that's not it yeah um so I would say I would say seek the advice um of a stylist and um, style personalities there there's five there's probably five five key personalities obviously we don't have the time to go through them all but yeah. one of them for example um you know I, I know for a fact and if anyone checks out my Instagram you'll understand what I'm talking about mm. You can be a mix of more than one. So I'm classic and bold. Mm-hmm. So I'm classic because I like tailored pieces. So I like blazers. Mm. I like pencil skirts. I like to wear heels. Mm. But I'll also like to wear clean white trainers. Mm. So that that's all your classic, your tailoring. But then you've also got bold where I like colour. Mm-hmm. So I, I do like bold colours. I do like... Um, differentiations of of um fabric so I yeah. might wear I'm literally looking now and I'm looking at I've got a rail of um <laughs> skirts that my daughter's turned around and just got I don't know how one person can have so many skirts <laughs> but I'm just looking now and I've got um a pleated skirt which is uh red but it's velvet mm. So the the fabric, it also states that it's it's making a statement. Mm. So so I do kind of cross over the two where I will have very classic cut pieces, but you just might find that, you know, I've got it in, you know, a pink or a a red, for Mm. example, rather than a a standard, you know, black, white, um, grey, you know, the navies. Um, Yeah. So I think, um, and I, and I, I guess it speaks to my personality a little bit. I think as well. So mm. your 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 style personality will fit into your lifestyle. So you just have to ask yourself, what is what is my lifestyle? Am I a mum, a stay at home mum who um, you know does lots of uh, crafts and stuff with my kids, and I'm or am I very outdoorsy and I like going to walk, um, and I've got a dog and you know things like that. Will you know your lifestyle? does influence what your style personality is so I work in a corporate environment Monday through to Friday Mm. in normal circumstances so that shapes my style personality because Mm. I have to wear smart clothes Um, and then so when I even on the weekend I can take something that I've got in my wardrobe which leads on to a capsule wardrobe but I will take something that's in my wardrobe and maybe just dress it down so I might have a top that I would wear with a pencil skirt but on the weekend I'll wear it with jeans trainers and a blazer Mm. so I think that's how you can find out what your style personality without going to a stylist is really looking at what your um what your lifestyle dictates and the types of things that you do um I do uh, what is called a style analysis with clients and yeah. it's literally like doing a vision board but that vision board is they do have to put items on there which appeal to them outside of clothes it actually 
only 20% of it is probably closed. Okay. You know, I'll ask people to put things like where, you know, where would, you know, where's your favourite holiday destination? Um, what's your favourite activity to do on the weekend? What's mm. your favourite art? And things like that. And then I can see off from that what their style personality is. So you, your style personality is literally what it says on the tin. It is very much you just mm. via clothes. Oh, I love this. <laughs> I love this. You've given us so much takeaways and I fully understand now what you mean about the style personality. Um, and just yes. as you're speaking, I'm getting some ideas of what I think mine is or just like, actually, yeah, what do I, what type of clothes do I like to wear? I feel like for me, I've come to accept that I like dresses. So even at work, when I had to wear a uniform, I felt more comfortable and more myself in a skirt, you know, um, yeah. and I got more compliments in a skirt and I felt more comfortable as well. So just really accepting that, okay, I like dresses. Um, I, I like smart, casual, but I love comfort. I want to be comfortable in, in my clothes. Yeah. So thank you for kind of breaking that down for us. So as we're kind of talking about different pieces, um, let's delve a bit more into capsule wardrobe, like, Please explain to our audience, what is a capsule wardrobe and why should we consider having one? Is it something that we should bother having or is it something that's really not not worth, you know, what it says on the tin? Um, okay, so the first bit in relation to what is a capsule wardrobe. So a capsule mm. wardrobe is just basically having key pieces in your wardrobe. Yeah. And those key pieces basically are all married to each other. They're all in a, in a relationship, so to speak. Um, <laughs> so, you know, you've got a, so you, a key piece might be you've got, um, and you could have a, you know, you could have a seven piece, a 10 piece, a 15 piece wardrobe, capsule wardrobe, but essentially those, all those items work together. So you might have a blazer, a pair of jeans, um, a pair of trainers, a pair of heels, a knee-high boots, a shirt, and a coat. Mm. All those items you can wear together. So you can wear those jeans with the heels, the boots, mm. or the trainers. And then you've got two tops that you can wear with those jeans, but you could also wear with a pencil skirt that you've got in. Mm. All those items of clothing you can Go wear together. together. That's essentially what a capsule wardrobe is. Okay. So I think for somebody who is maybe um, limited on time, again, who's on a smaller budget or someone who is um, kind of lifestyle dictates that, mm. um, a capsule wardrobe works very well. Okay. I don't have a capsule wardrobe in a conventional sense. Mm -hmm. But what I do have is I have key pieces that I have a variation of. So yeah. I've already explained about skirts. So you said about, you know, dresses. My capsule wardrobe is made up of pleated skirts and mm. skirts, a variation of skirts. The majority, I would say 80% of it is pleated skirts because I just yeah. love them. Yeah. Uh, and the rest is kind of probably like leather skirts in a kind of some kind of pencil type skirt format mm. that's what I build my um wardrobe around but I also build my wardrobe around or my shoe or my outfits let's say on a day-to-day -day basis I might build those around my shoes okay. so I do have actual pieces I just have multiples of that one piece yeah so I'm I've got a capsule wardrobe but I'm not a 
conventional capsule wardrobe where a conventional is yes you've got they might again seven seven ten fifteen pieces that all work together mm. so and then who go mm-hmm. on, sorry no go ahead go ahead no so i was gonna answer the latter i was thinking did, there was a latter bit of the question but i think i might have answered it yeah i think you did i think when you said why should someone consider having one i think you said if you're just starting like on a small budget you could get started with the key pieces um so yeah and I I think as well just from what you were saying that like you could get started with those pieces but like the example you've given you can build on that so yes you have your 10-15 item of clothing I can't imagine myself just having 10 to 15 clothes in my wardrobe I wouldn't need a wardrobe then (laughs) to be honest I could just get rid rid of the wardrobe and and make use of the space but I could see myself starting off with 15 and then building on that with a variation in colors or styles or, or textures and whatnot. Um, so let's kind of move on to how does somebody get started with creating a capsule wardrobe? Like I think you mentioned already, they can have seven, 10 to 15 pieces. Um, so there isn't like a specific number. It's just as per you know, where that person wants to start and, and build with. But how how would I get started with a capsule wardrobe if I wanted to start one? Um, so I know you're in slightly a bit like me where, yes, you've got quite a lot of wardrobe that we've <laughs> built over time. Um, but I say if you, if you wanted to get, if I was to start again, start from scratch, mm-hmm. I would probably go to my skirts and go, right, I'm going to pick, one, two, or three of these. I'll go to my mm. tops and go, right, I'm going to pick one, two, three of these. But I have to make sure those tops go with those three skirts. Mm. Then I'd go to my jackets and say, right, I need to pick maybe one, two, three of these. And and then the same with dresses. And, and everything else just gets stripped back. So it, it is, you know, just it's the basics, basically. That's mm. how you get started. A capsule wardrobe is the basics. So it might be... One skirt, like I said, a pair of jeans, a coat, a jacket, a pair of trainers, some accessories, so your belt, your handbag, your earrings, and and you and you literally that's how you would start. Literally, if I was just to start from scratch and get rid of everything, it would be mm. making sure that for each situation I'm in I've got something so I've got something for the weekend that's my jeans I've got something for work that's a dress or a skirt and I've got a plain top that I can wear on the weekend or I can match with the skirt that I've got um that that's you know that is how you start a capsule wardrobe but I think if you strip it back before you do any of that you need to know your body shape yeah and you need to know your personal style so you know that you know the items are how you start in a in a practical sense mm. uh, but you know if you was to go one step foot before that yeah. so I'm quite holistic in the sense that I like the you know being a stylist is it's people don't realize it it's in the health and well-being industry it is yeah it's just not seen as that so I'm very passionate about your you know it's you know look good feel good but mm. to look you know, to look good, you need to feel good. To feel good, you need to look good. There's not one with the other. (laughs) Um, And and that's why essentially when you know your style, it's a little bit about knowing yourself. You might have to go on a little journey. So like you're saying, Esther, about 
um, you know, you're at a stage, you know, that where you don't like the clothes you've had before. Of course, we grow out of things. Our life changes, mm. you know, our life's in stages. My mom always said your life goes in stages. Yeah. Your wardrobe just goes with you in those stages because sure. your wardrobe should, you should, your wardrobe should be an extension of you. Mm. And there's a quote that says, you know, people should know who you are just by seeing you. Before you speak, you know, you know, it's that's not it verbatim, but it is a case of you know your 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 clothes should speak for you in a sense, the same way a uniform does. So yeah. if somebody's got a, a nurse's outfit on, you know they're a nurse yeah. because they've got a nurse's outfit on. It says who they are. Yeah. Someone's got a police uniform on. It says who they are, and, and that's what your clothes should be as well. So you know, I'm, I you know I want people to be confident in in who they are and we're not always confident in our skin that's we're always a work in progress but Mm -hmm. our clothes can act as a tool to help us do that you know if you walk into a room and everyone in that room is doled up to the nines and you walk in with a t-shirt with ketchup on it and you mash down trainers (laughs) you're not going to feel you know you're not going to feel as confident so your clothes oh you know so that's you know that's what your clothes are you know it's it's being prepared for the day as well you know I very much think your clothes allow you to be prepared for the day so we're all in loungewear at the moment but you know there'll be some of us that are actually rocking some real nice loungewear at the moment because We've taken the time to invest because we're like, well, we've been, you know, I've, I've been in lockdown for six months now. I don't think I'm going back to the office. So, you know, I'm going to get my invest in some real nice loungewear. When you're in the real nice loungewear, you feel different than you did in the, the T-shirt and leggings you was wearing prior, you know, to kind of being in a pandemic for 12 months. So I feel yeah. I feel like you've either been spying on me or <laughs> John has like shared what I've been up to the past week. Um, <laughs> Because literally, I so I did a bit of shopping uh, about two weeks ago and it was actually on coast and everything was 50% off, right? Um, so I was like, okay, I haven't done any shopping for like months. So like I could afford to maybe spend 150, 200. And literally, I just, just everything you've been talking about, about your style personality. And I'm like, do you know what? Because I'm home, I'm in my house slippers all day, right? Even if I've got one-to-one coaching sessions with my clients, I'm wearing slippers, you know? Um, I'm not going out anywhere. So I decided to invest in like like three different colors, really comfy slippers. And it's been the best thing ever because when I'm walking around the house, I'm literally bouncing, Naomi. I got my bounce on. And it just feels so comfy, but it's so true what you said about style personality, and normally I would literally just go to Primark and just buy whatever slippers. Cause I'm like, it's just house slippers. But then I'm like, no, actually I want my feet to feel good. I want to feel comfortable. And I want that extra cushion when I'm like walking up and down. When you said about starting with what you have, I absolutely love that because obviously as a budgeting expert, we don't just want you to just go online and start shopping. No, that's not the purpose of this podcast episode. It's not necessarily to encourage you to shop more. Um, It's to encourage you, one, to understand your body shape, to understand your style personality 
and you know get working with an expert to be able to figure that that process out and then that way um when you decide to go shopping you know what you're buying and what you're buying makes sense but when you said about starting with what you have i love that because um you know we already have clothes we have wardrobe you know cupboards full of clothes and just kind of narrowing down and picking from what you have and actually i do that when i'm going on holiday So when I'm going on holiday, I know that I can only take so much, right? So I literally go through all my clothes and I'm like, right, I can wear these jeans with heels for dinner. And I could also wear them with slippers and maybe roll it up and wear it with this T-shirt. And I can wear this T-shirt with that skirt and tuck it in. So it's literally like doing what you do when you're going on holiday, but just with your everyday wear. So I absolutely love that. And you mentioned about how, yes, we have to feel good to look good, but we also have to look good to feel good. And I remember when like three years ago, like the worst time of my life ever, when John and I was going through our financial difficulties and I was 800 pounds short every month, right? And then I was able to increase my income and I was working towards paying off my debt. But one of the things I said to myself is that I can't, be broke and mash up at the same and look mash up at the same time. Like the two can't go together. It has to be one (laughs) or the other. So one of the things that I did not compromise on was my hair. So you, you might see me in the same jeans for like, you know, twice in two weeks. That doesn't bother me. Um, I like the jeans. They're comfortable. I wear it every day if I can, but I was like, I have to go to the salon to get my hair, hair washed. And I have to have money to do my crochet. Like if I didn't have money to do anything, I always had my money to get my crochet done. Um, But it's so important, you know, that it doesn't matter what stage of life you are in, just really understanding the things that make you feel good and investing in that. And it doesn't have to break the bank. And to be honest, that me getting my hair done, it really saw me through those 22 months of all I was doing was paying bills and paying off debt. I couldn't do anything else, you know, but it made me feel good. It gave me the confidence that I needed to get through that. So thank you so much for, you know, mentioning about, you know, feeling good to look good and looking good to feel good. The two go hand in hand. They do. And there's uh, there's absolutely nothing wrong with investing in yourself. So we kind of get told that in a sense of, yeah, go on the course. It's investing in yourself. Mm. You know, we get kind of told, you know, go and buy that personal development book. It's invested in yourself. Of course it is. And I'm not here to say don't do that because it's really, really important that we do, especially as women. But there's also that investing in yourself, like you're saying, going to get your hair done, Mm. getting a stylist. People don't realise that actually getting a stylist is going to save you a hell of a lot of money in the long run. And it's not as expensive as most people think it is. If you was mm. to divide that up. So recently I I went, it was a couple of months back now, but I brought um, a takeaway. And mm. funny enough, the majority of it ended up in the bin. And I was just like, imagine that. I've just spent £35 on that. Mm. If I did that every Friday, most people have a takeout once a week, right? Yeah. So if, I, if I did that every uh, Friday, that's 140 pounds mm. that you could book you could book yourself in with me yeah yeah if you even if you just said for a month i'm not going to get any take i'm not going to get a takeout mm. i'm actually going to put that money aside and i'm going to invest in naomi and her services because you know what i know it's going to help me 
in the long run, whether that's helping me with my confidence, yeah. whether it's helping me navigate a, a stage that I'm in. So like you're saying, um, change of career. Mm-hmm. So you might be going from a corporate environment to a not corporate environment or vice mm-hmm. versa. It might be you've got a milestone birthday, for example, mm-hmm. and you're like, I actually don't know if I should be dressed in the same way at 40 or 50. You know, actually, it's not an, a lot of money when you think about mm. the, the benefit you're going to have over the next month, two months, three months and, and, and so forth. Because once you know what you're buying, yeah. so where to buy, what to buy and how to buy, because that's what a stylist is essentially going to help you with. Because mm-hmm. as, as well as that style personality, you're not going to get your style personality in every shop. Mm. So you might have a style personality that don't sit in H&M or don't yeah. sit in River Island or so forth and so forth. So you're going to stop buying those items that sit in your wardrobe that now you've actually not even that size anymore. So you can't even wear it even if you wanted to. Yeah. That there is just that in itself is saving you money and it's investing in yourself I I couldn't agree more and it's for that very reason so I need to take pictures for my website right and just professional pictures um for for boss of my money but I'm like nope I'm gonna get a stylist I'm gonna get someone to help me decide you know what's gonna look good um and even like the certain poses I want to do I want to you know, be wearing the right clothes for that. And so literally I have the same picture circulating everywhere on my website because I'm yet to do my photo shoot. So I wouldn't agree, agree with you more. And similarly, you know, I'm reaching that sort of age mark where I'm like, "Mm, should I be dressing, you know, how I've been dressing the past five years, but I feel that that shift is coming and I don't fully understand it. So I would love to be able to kind of work through that process with someone. So even when I buy things, I don't go crazy because I'm like, well, until I sit and work with that person, there's no point in me just shopping and buying things. So I've really just kind of um, like reduced and limited how much shopping that I do. Not because I don't want to, but because I'm like, it's just going to be a waste, especially where I'm in this transition period. Um, Let me figure that out first. And then I can go crazy on, on shopping. Um, So but thank you so much for just kind of, again, just you, you're giving us so much gems and you're, I thought we were just going to talk about clothes, but this is so much more, especially where you said about part one and a part two. Then Honestly, (laughs) like it's, it's, you've just given us the way I thought this podcast was going to go. Just, it hasn't gone that way. It's even gone in a much better direction that I feel like our listeners will get a lot of value from the, it's not just about clothes, you know, it's about you and who you are. And both Naomi um, and myself, we're invested in the wellness of women, you know, in health wellness, in financial wellness. They all go hand in hand together. Most definitely. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, absolutely loving it. So, um, you know, we've got, we've got spring coming up. Best season for me and summer. Um, I'm a summer baby, so I absolutely love summer. But can you just give us some sort of ideas on on specific sort of pieces that we should consider for the seasons? Um, I know you mentioned like blazers and stuff like that, but are there any like 
specific, um, yeah, just specific styles that you could give us to sort of think about for the different seasons coming up? Yeah, so I think I'm a lover of spring as well. So I I, I remember that the first time this year I woke up and heard birds singing, I mm. was overjoyed. <laughs> and then I was like, right, what, what day is, you know, when is it spring? It's the 20th of March, by the way, it's the first day of spring. That's how much I love kind of the warm weather because I'm, I'm a summer baby as well, born in the summer. Um, but I think it, you're, for different seasons, it's having the foundations it's having the basics so yeah. you'll say for summer it's having your classic vest tops but obviously knowing what is the right cut for your body shape in vest tops it's having t-shirts you know it, it's it's really in, in that sense it's quite simple and mm. um, you know footwear is a big one for the different seasons so you know you, you know your sandals for for spring summer depending on what type of sandals you like so I, I'm not a big fan of open toe so my you know so the types of sandals or shoes that I have a lot of slingback type shoes um but so the, I'd say the right footwear for the weather is is really really important mm. um I guess jackets so the difference between knowing um the, the the correct materials for each season or the ability to layer so you might have items that you've got um in spring and summer that you're wearing um but then you might start to layer those same items um come mm. winter um so it might be a a jacket you've got that's great for spring summer because it's lightweight but then you can take that into autumn because you you can put a jumper underneath it or you can put a yeah. hoodie underneath it yeah. um so i'd say it's 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 very much still based on that capsule wardrobe yeah. um but also you know again you don't have to be conventional i'm not a conventional stylist in that i follow follow a rule book so I, I've got a friend who literally, and I, I think my mum's a bit like this as well, and quite a few people I know, they do have their spring, summer wardrobe and they have their autumn, winter wardrobe, mm. where I don't. So I have one wardrobe. So yeah. the, the same skirts that I have and I wear in summer, but I might wear with sandals, I'm wearing those same skirts in winter. I'm just wearing it with tights and boots, basically. Mm. Um, so I think it is very much what works for each individual it, it yeah. depends on how many items of clothing you have so I do do um I do have a service which is called a, a wardrobe detox where it is literally okay. getting rid of the stuff in your wardrobe that's not for your body shape that's the first place I'd start if it don't work for your body shape just get it out yeah <laughs> because you're not going to wear it it doesn't look right you're not going to feel comfortable in it so let's you know let's get rid of those items first mm. um or, or, or the items that people are hanging on to because they're like I'm going to lose that weight. I am, I am. I'm going to lose the weight and I'm going to get in it. It's like, actually what you're doing is when you open your wardrobe, it's not making you happy because if every yeah. time you open the wardrobe and there's that piece of clothing staring at going, looking at you going, have you lost that weight yet? <laughs> have you lost that weight yet? That weight's still there, isn't it? You know, it's got no, like, it's not making us feel happy. And I do feel Naomi, like I will be a size 10 once again in my lifetime. In my lifetime, I will be a size 10 again. And, and so will all of us. But you know what? <laughs> but at that point in your lifestyle, and um, sorry, in your lifetime when you're a 10, you go out and buy clothes that are a size 10. You don't mm. do it when you're a size 12. Very and like true. you said, even if it's the bargain, it doesn't matter because do you know what? There's going to be a sale in six months' time, and yeah. in another six, 
furthermore, actually, the way the climate is now when it comes to clothes, there's sales all of the time. We never actually really go out of sale season. It mm. ju- it's just the amount of sale um, percentage that changes throughout um the year the year but Mm. essentially most retailers are in are in sale mode all the time um so yeah so you you know i think you tell us about that like how can we save money on clothes like can you share any wardrobe saving hacks with us yeah so i like i said i'm a that's my thing i'm a red ticket girl so if anyone knows h&m shops in h&m you'll understand what i mean by saying my saying i'm a red ticket girl Mm. um and um, i think Actually, a good thing is to have a, a budget. So that budget might be a budget of an item and you knowing that that's your cutoff point. So like I said, for me, I'm very much like I have got a cutoff point in my head when it comes to certain things I'm going to buy in certain stores. So that's a good tactic to have. Another good tactic is if you see something which I do, again, all the time, and you think, actually, that's a little bit too costly, it's a little bit out of my price range, go to eBay, go to Mm. Depop, go to Vinted, because the likelihood is somebody's put it on there because they brought it. They don't know what Mm. their style personality is. They don't know what their body shape (laughs) is. They brought it. They've now lost the receipt, can't take it back. So off it goes onto um, a pre-loved website for somebody else to buy. So that's a good... Um, hack that I, I you know I think that people you know should you know if you do see something don't feel you should rush out to buy it at that price you might yeah. be able to get it second hand with the tag still on um what sense. else is there so I, I think also buying shopping online and putting things in your basket and walking away from them and coming back yeah because what you'll find is you're not buying on impulse and then you'll come back the next day with fresh eyes and probably go, actually, I don't like that skirt. Mm-hmm. It's actually, yeah, it's not for me. Um, and the things that you do kind of still come back to and go, nope, I definitely want that. They're the ones you should buy. Yeah. Also, sometimes leave things in your basket because you might get a, a little email going, hey, hey, you've got stuff in your basket. Did you know? Here, here's 10% off. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so they're the ones that I can... I'm not going to give away all my secrets, but yeah. No, of course not. The, of course the not. The ones that I can think of the top of my head. But um, I, I like the one, just kind of leave it in the basket because you might change your mind later. I literally, every Boxing Day, I do that. I usually have a budget of like maybe 100, 150, where I do like all of my January sort of sale shopping. But I will fill my basket up to like three, 400 pounds, Right. I just like, yeah, that's nice. I'll have that in blue, yellow, green. Yep. You know, pick all the colors and all the different styles. And then I'll just walk away from it. And I know because it's Boxing Day or January sale period, like there's only four of that item left. Everybody's going to want it. So literally whatever's left in the basket after two days is what I'll buy. Because I know that it's naturally, they're going to be like, oh, this is out of stock. Your size isn't available anymore. So they're actually doing me a favor because there was no way I was going to spend 300 pounds anyway. Um, So yeah, it it just, and this is the thing. It's like, it's very much a mindset thing. I think when it comes to shopping, it's just, it's a behavioral thing. It's an emotional thing. And so it's being aware of, you know, the type of person you are when it comes to shopping and really creating those kind of um, limitations for yourself, you know, understanding what your triggers are, um, because, you know, it, 
once you understand what your triggers are, then you can put things in place. Otherwise, like Naomi said, it's not just that you're buying clothes, but you're buying clothes that you're not going to wear. You're buying clothes that you don't like. You're buying clothes that don't make you feel good. They don't compliment you. But yet, you know, they're taking up storage in your wardrobe for what? When you could be using that same money on the clothes you are spending to invest in yourself in areas that actually do matter to you. Um, but and your wardrobe like, should uh-huh. make you happy. I think yes. your wardrobe, fundamentally, you know, aside from anything, your wardrobe should make you happy. Mm. And I'm really passionate about that. Um, you know, I, I love pink. But I didn't love pink when I was in my younger years. It's as I've got closer to 40, mm. I've built this relationship with pink. So it makes me happy to open my wardrobe. Not that I do it often at the moment in lockdown times, <laughs> but to open my wardrobe and see pink because it pink makes me happy. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what your wardrobe should be doing for you as well. It should be making you happy. And I think going back to, you know, we were say, you were asking about, you know, kind of, tips and tricks you know to, to kind of sell myself a little bit more mm-hmm. is, please you know, do it please is, do it is you know it you, a stylist can help with that so you know if you're on the stylist books and you've got a stylist actually doing the work for you and and you know for someone like me who's about buying on a budget and getting the most for my pound mm. you you could come on a stylist books and they're doing all that legwork for you and it is their job to buy within a budget and you can you can say to a stylist I I need this for autumn winter this is my budget kind of off you go and that's another good way of one having a capsule wardrobe Mm. because the stylist knows what's in your wardrobe because they've helped you build the wardrobe yeah also keeping on track financially of what's in your wardrobe and what you need and what you don't need because the stylist will help you not kind of get rid of all the fluff so you're not going off and just buying stuff for the sake of buying stuff so um yeah I'd say that's you know really important I just really do want women to really understand because what a stylist does because I know there's this impression of stylists that they are you know I I actually think that women tend to not actually really know what a stylist does so you know I'm quite passionate about women understanding the benefits of having a stylist and how beneficial it can be no matter what your budget is it's you know having a stylist isn't for the rich and famous um it is just for everyday women and it can tick so many boxes whether that is again to help you feel better Mm. um or to help you budget or to help you you know it might be something as simple as i've got a well we, we, we're hoping fingers crossed that people will be going to lots of weddings this year but you know and it might be simple as I've got a wedding to go to I just don't have the time to go out and find something because we've all done that last minute dart to the shop yeah to try and find something and we probably end up coming sometimes we get lucky we come away with something we think's amazing but so, most of the time it's like it's a bit like meh it's all right um but a stylist should be there on hand if you've built a relationship with your stylist to say I've got this event that I need to go to. Can you go off and source something for me? And the other thing is you don't have to buy the thing that the stylist has sourced for you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if they're a good stylist, you know, they sh- and you've built a relationship with them, they should be doing that for not a lot of money mm-hmm. or there should be some type of retainer maybe that you've got with them there where they will go out and source, source that a few items for you or the item that you want specifically. Like 
is it is it then that because I'm not gonna lie, it's it's until I met you and you started your business that I understood like the idea of styling uh, and how how that fits into my lifestyle. So in the sense that I've always looked at stylists as just working with celebrities or rich people have stylists. Like I've always kind of looked at it as okay, that's something that I can't afford. It's almost like before I used to think oh, only rich people can have cleaners. Like, why would anyone else want a cleaner? You've got to be rich and you've got to be a celebrity. Where that is far from the truth. If you, if you don't like cleaning, hire a cleaner. You know, if you can afford someone to clean your house, then just hire a cleaner. And I feel like it could be the same with just the idea of having a stylist that people may be thinking that it's a celebrity thing or it's a status thing when actually just the information you've given us and how you've broken it down for us that anybody can have a stylist and everybody should consider having a stylist and not it's not just one of the things that you associate with um with being a celebrity or being rich or having you know lots of lots of money it's like what I do I sit in between people trying to figure out their budget and doing it on their own and making lots of mistakes and being able to afford a really expensive financial advisor like I am that sort of middle ground in between. Um, and someone like you would definitely be, or I might be wrong, of you trying to figure out your styling, your styling personality, your body shape, getting frustrated with your wardrobe and thinking, oh, I have to be this celebrity to have a stylist. No, actually, if you work with somebody like Naomi, um, then most of your styling issues will be solved. Exactly. It's the same as going to the hairdressers. So you gave the example earlier about, you know, going to the hairdressers and that was, you know, what was for you that kind of you'd invest, you mm. put a bit of money aside to go to the hairdressers. A personal stylist is like a, you might call them a hairdresser, you might call them a hairstylist. To me, it's, it's, it's the same. And you can go high end where you might go somewhere and pay £200 to get your braids done. But you might go to the lady on the high road who still knows what she's doing, <laughs> but paid fifty pounds. Do you know what I mean? It is it is like that, and it and it it's what's to your budget, you know. So you might go high end because that's your budget, that's your mm. lifestyle. Your lifestyle is high end, but you might not go to Oxford Circus. You might be on the high road, and mm. and that's good enough. So I see it as as similar to you know I think most women can relate when it comes to their hair so you know it is you know, and sometimes you actually don't know what you want sometimes you go in the chair and you might think you know what you want and sometimes what you leave with is slightly different because the stylist <laughs> so knows true. what looks better she knows so because she's been doing this over and over again so she might tweak it ever so slightly but because she's like this is what's better your face shape Mm. You know, you actually know what you should do. You should do, you know, you should make it this length because I think that's going to suit your face shape. Or, you know, you want a certain colour and they're going to say, actually, no, I think that's too light or it's too dark for your skin tone. I think this yeah. would be better. It, you know, it, it's quite similar. So, yeah, I think if people think about it, like just going to the, you know, going to hairdressers, um, it, yeah, it, it's similar to that. Amazing. Amazing. So, Naomi... Thank you so much. Like you've kind of rounded it off really, really well. Um, where can our listeners find you? Um, please let us know um, 
and also just your final words any final thoughts that you want to leave us with yes so you can find me on instagram at uh Naomi, oh God, you tell me now. That's <laughs> NB Style. So you can find me at NB Style on Instagram. Yeah. The same. So you can find me at NB Style on Facebook or you can find me at um, Naomi uh, B Consultancy um, on Facebook. I will make sure um, Esther's got all the details to put in. But it's the usual social um, media platforms. Um, and as a roundup, I think what I would, you know, my final words is I guess going back to the you know um, what I was saying originally in you know to you know to look good you know you need to feel good but to feel good you need to look good and you know having a stylist is here is here to help you do that um, and, and and invest in yourself um you know if that means getting a stylist then so be it if it means you going on google and finding out you know and and tips hints tricks then then do that but you know a personal stylist is for everybody um and and it's important to find the right stylist you know I might not be the stylist for you but there will be somebody out there for you definitely and, and give it a try I think if you if mo, if everyone that listens to this podcast goes and gives it a try I think they will be pleasantly surprised yeah Oh, absolutely amazing. Naomi, thank you so, so much. It's always a pleasure um, talking with you. And usually we're just having jokes, talking about business, talking about family life. And I can't wait to see you like in person after lockdown. Um, I'll <laughs> definitely be coming down your ends just to get away from, yeah. from London. But thank you ever no so problem. much. And I'd love to no have problem. you again in the future. Hopefully I can... Well, you guys are going to see, you're going to see my new style. You're going to see when I do my photo shoot, I'm going to share it um, on the website and stuff. So, yeah, I think the audience will get to see how I figure all of that out with you. So I'm excited for my own journey. Me too. Great stuff. Thank you so much. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you again for listening to Boss of My Money podcast with Esther. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. And if you'd like me to answer any of your questions, you can include your name or it can be anonymous. Then do send your questions to esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it if you took time to also rate and review this podcast. Stop by at bossofmymoney.co.uk for more details on how you can get started on your financial success journey. See you again on the next episode.